think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sessie, do you think you could ever podcast without eating? I don't think so. And Sophie knows I've got food in my mouth and on a plate. And she's like sitting down here begging me. I think I've spoiled the dog too much. She's definitely enjoying being the only dog. Oh, you think? Yeah, everybody likes to be the top dog. Um, I've got an interesting story from this week. Yeah, by the way, that's Lynn Graves. I'm Ramona Rice Grimmel. We're the Spapreneurs. All right, Sussie. I'm the hungry Sussie is what I am. So the other, uh, about two or three weeks ago, I noticed that my little Rachel at work had really bumped up her income quite a bit. I am talking significant, about $800. And then she did it again, and and I mentioned it to her. She goes, oh, yeah, you'll see why soon. Um, I needed to make extra money, so um, I've been working a little harder. I said, oh, okay. Well, a few weeks went by, and we were having a potluck at work. And I'm sitting there, and as the whole group's there, I said, Rachel, I have a question for you. And I said, really, anybody else can answer also. And, of course, immediately they were all, I didn't do it with me. No, uh-uh, no, it was Tasha. So... <laughs> I um I said, no, 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 nobody's in trouble. I said, you made a comment that you needed to make extra money. So you put forth the effort and you started getting a lot more clients. I said, what did you do that was so different? It, was it just energy? Were you marketing what? She goes, oh, no. She goes, I, I, I did what y'all have been talking about. She said, so when they're on the table and when we're done, I'll, I'll say to them, now, look, I really wanted to work on that shoulder of yours, and I didn't have enough time as I wanted to, so we need to rebook you next week so that you can come in and I work a little bit more on that. She said, and they rebook. Go figure. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. So you're saying that she listened to our podcast. Yes. And she applied the stuff we actually say yeah. for free. Yeah. And she's making $800 more yeah. on average every yeah. every pay period. Okay. Isn't that crazy? I mean, oh, my God. She took our advice and she did it. Well, uh, it's not crazy because we know it works. It, it does. Um, she's, she's not make, the only one. She's making an income right now uh, per paycheck. Uh, as much as the senior therapists are, and well, the most senior therapists, and she's only been a therapist right at three years. Right. And, and, so, and- you know, it's not a matter of how long you've been in business. It's a matter of how do you apply, you know, your marketing and your business tactics. Yeah, I think the language you use is incredibly important when you're talking to clients. Um, you know, we have had many episodes about controlling the room, dealing with clients, and, and that sort of thing. And we just had an episode a couple weeks ago about dealing with imposter syndrome and how, oh my God, the dog is hilarious. She's like, she's oh. begging, she's folks. begging, and she's like, oh, I'm the sweetest doggy ever, where she really isn't. She's I love not. her. The She's most. a psycho dog. She is psycho. Like I can't bring her to my house because she'd kill the other dog. Yes, she she would. legitimately kill the other dog. Yes, she would. So we let her stay at Sessie's house. She's not an imposter. She knows she who knows she is. She's a out. bitch. Yeah, she is a bitch. Um, but I think what comes down to guys is you cannot be wishy washy when you want something from people. No, and you know Rachel was motivated because she had a big expense coming up, 
And she's very money mindful. She knows how I'm talking with the biggest. I'm going to buy her profit first. I want her to read that because I think that will help her a lot, too. I just want everybody to know my mouth is full. She's eating. Let's let's describe the food. Normally we don't. But she has. Okay, so I am doing Whole30. I'm almost done um, because we record these in September. And now I'm torturing Ramona. Not really. You know, once you get to like the last week of Whole30, she's eating croissant. And I used to love croissants. Like croissants are like my happy place. I'm getting ready for France. Yeah, she, she has a croissant and she melted some cheese on it and some mm-hmm. egg and I don't like cheese or egg so so that's why I can turn it off but even the croissant itself she pulled it out of the thing and I was just like eh and I think you get to a point where when you do something long enough it becomes a habit well why don't we put Sophie on whole 30 so she stops begging for my damn croissant no because she's not going to no. do that no rotten she, she's so oh cute I god. love her so much oh my god so yeah man. well but I think, you know, in this one, it comes down to, guys, if you want more clients and you want to use the strategy of the rebooking, and guys, this is something I have talked about since day one of this podcast, since day one of Spot Burn. You know, this is not hard. If people come to you to feel better, whether it's relaxation, whether it's an injury, for whatever reason, they come to you to feel better. So why are you falling down on the job and not stepping up and helping them? I think it becomes, and that's part of it. Yeah, booking. I think honestly, it's an ethical violation when you don't invite the client back in. No. Yes, it is. No. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. Let me explain. Let okay. me explain okay. my logic. Yes, my love. Okay. So we are supposed to provide care, right? That is that is part of our ethics. We are to provide excellent yes, care, if right? If they want it, yes. If they want it. So if we don't offer the invitation for them to come back and get continue to get excellent care, that goes against our ethics well that's just being um impolite exactly what's the what's the correct word impolite not polite it's an ethical. rude it's unethical <laughs> but but some of them uh, listening to this right now they need to hear this because they're yeah. still feeling like i don't want to sell to my clients you're not uh, yeah, selling. no you're not selling i mean my god yes you do this for money but your clients have needs and in if you have the knowledge to help provide them relief why Why are you holding that back from them? You're being selfish when you do that. You're putting you really your own, are be, yes. You're you're putting your own fears and insecurities yes. in front of the needs yes. of the clients, and that's yes. when it becomes unethical. And yes, and if you can't do it, stop being your own business owner and you go work for the Pizza Hut a massage, and that's fine because Pizza Hut knows how to get, get that them back, in. back in. That's yeah. right. So so the bo- most important thing is, and again, I'm gonna say this over and over again: specific reason you have to and then don't be wishy-washy with choices so we're going to go over this over and over well, again this episode say, don't make up a problem oh i noticed your big toe was a little off kilter and it's probably making your back bad no don't make up stuff yeah. but you know if they are just in for relaxation and that's all they need and every now and then you guys know and if you haven't haven't got one of these it's like wonderful someone doesn't they really don't have issues and they just like the relaxation see they know how to take care of their body so rather than saying come back next week say you know once a month is a good system for you to keep yourself in the best shape you can because I noticed how wonderful you take care of yourself. So let's keep that going. So I have the same time next month, Tuesdays at one o'clock. Does this work for you on the 29th? I spit food onto the the microphone. I'm notice, sorry. notice I, I'm not even, I'm, I'm just ignoring her. I'm just ignoring her crazy. You know what it is? It's because she's eating bread and bread converts into sugar and a Diet Coke. 
So she's full of chemicals right now. <laughs> so she's all like, look at my organic eggs. They crisp up so nicely as well, I shove Diet Coke down my throat. <laughs> and bread. White bread. Oh, oh, my leave me alone. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I do have my bad habits and I'm, I'm I need starting, to correct them. So, here's, here's the thing. This is when you get to that smug stage of Whole30 where you're like, I am above that. I'm one of those people. <laughs> Bullshit. October 1st is coming and I'm still eating a hamburger. <laughs> I'm so ordering pizza. I'm not even joking. <laughs> like pizza. Oh my God. I miss you. You should reward yourself. Yeah. That's what Rachel did when she applied the principle of what has been taught and what she learned. It wasn't just us. She's well, surrounded by a team of strong therapists who I have had the wonderful and you have too the wonderful joy of mentoring all these years, and she's gleaning from that. See, she's smart. She's listening and applying what works for her. Right, and that's the other key is that we give a ton of advice on this show through our podcast, through our free offerings, through our community, which is paid for. But ultimately, your business is kind of like an experiment. Some things are going to work really great for you, and others you're going to have to tweak and mold. Mm -hmm. It's like Whole30. I had to try a bunch of recipes before I found some that really work for my family Mm -hmm. and that they love. And I have to tweak it to their their taste. But the techniques are the same. And the same thing goes to you. So here are the techniques of getting people back in, getting them on your books before they leave. Number one. Ask them. ask them seriously but you have to give them a specific reason so let's go back to that relaxation client they already take care of their body there's nothing really wrong with their body but we need to talk about you know regular care will help us maintain what you're doing let's go and get you on the books for next month i book out early um i have tuesday the 29th available at one o'clock does this time work for you start it with a compliment i noticed how well you take care of yourself that's so awesome i wish my other clients did because they have to come in once a week to get things worked on but you're in such great shape why don't we book it out for next month and put you on a regular schedule so you don't lose your prime spot right you know put it in your verbiage what works for you now folks mona and i were talking about this early before we started this podcast you don't say, I've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I've got eight different time slots. What would you like? No. No, that's decision overlord. First off, there should be in the hangover a massage. They should be, not the hangover, but you know what I mean? <laughs> They've come out of the room. The euphoria. The euphoria of, oh, God, I feel like I've been effed, but I didn't have to, you fork? know. That's our new fork. word. Yeah, fork. fork. If you watch The Good Place, you understand. But um, I feel like I've been fork. So Forked. So, fork. you know, so without the mess, someone actually came not out. Forked. Not porked. <laughs> no. But someone actually, one time, I wish I could have used this as a, a real true testimonial like on the website, but it would have been inappropriate. A client came out after seeing Jen, and this is before Jen got really, really good. She comes out, and her hair's all muffled, and she comes out, and I wish you guys could see me, but she has her hands in her hair. Bedroom and it looks hair. Like bedroom hair. I mean, obviously, she... she something good she looked went down like she'd been forked she looked like she'd been forked good and she comes out she goes oh my god that was just like being forked but without the mess <laughs> that's when you invite them back in who doesn't want to get forked without the mess that's right yes <laughs> I oh like my god. <laughs> so true. So at that point, guys, that's when you need to ask them. But you can't give them a zillion time frames. And you need to be you need to use your mommy tone. Now I know all of you aren't necessarily mothers. Yeah, but you know the damn tone because you had mothers. Yes. So here's the deal. The mommy tone. Let's talk about that. When you're dealing with tiny humans and sometimes men, you have to only give 
parameters. This is called a yes or no question. When we're getting to know someone, it's very good to do open-ended questions. Ceci, can you tell me a little bit about your day spa company? I'm sorry. I'm busy with a dog who is up on my lap. Open-ended question. (laughs) Close-ended question is, uh, is Ceci, was your company open in 1996? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, okay, so again, closed in it question. There's a difference. But you got to practice those questions, folks. You got to practice them, or they're not going to flow right. from you very so easily. So the question, closed in it question, you need to ask is you give them again, you set them up, you compliment, give them a specific reason for them to return. So if, again, if the shoulders are tight, neck is tight, they're having continuing skin issues that they really want to address. You know, they've got like dry cheeks, and and you have to do it gently. But that sort of thing, or they just got waxed and just let them know, you know, I know your wax was probably painful this time because it was a little grown out. If you come in more regularly, it won't be as painful. Mm-hmm. So you give them the benefit of coming in and then you give a specific reason. I have um, next week, Tuesday at one o'clock available. Would you like that appointment? And then you shut the fork up. Yes, you do. And you let them decide what they want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you are dealing with with children massage, and that does happen, oh, yeah. but then you're dealing with the mother scheduling anyway, so, so this applies to them too. You need to let the grown-ups decide what their schedule works and how their money works. You yes. are not their mother when it comes to that. So you need to use the mommy tone of, okay, do you want hamburger or chicken? Yeah, you don't leave it out there open for them to to get all confused, and then because they're in massage euphoria. You know, it, it, it's as simple as when my husband calls me once in a blue moon, he'll say, "You want to go on a date tonight?" Oh God, I would love to. He doesn't say those next dreadful words that I know most of y'all hear Ugh. is, "Where do Where you, you want to go? go?" No, he never does that. This is why I love the man so much. He'll say, "I was thinking we should go to Ninety Nine Main Street tonight." Oh my God, that sounds wonderful. I don't have to make a decision. Yes. And and especially your female clients, they don't want to make decisions. They really don't. Yeah. There was a study. Okay, so so this is totally off topic. But you guys remember when Fifty Shades of Grey was all the rage and everybody was like wanting to be tied up and put in red rooms? Okay. The reason that appeals to some women, according to psychological studies, is that because... Now, I want to be very clear how I say this. You always have a choice when it comes to these matters. But at that moment, when you're with your partner and you trust that partner, you want them just to take care of you so you don't have to make decisions. You just receive all the pleasure. Yeah, I want to be lazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what you kind of have to do with your clients, guys. So you make it lazy for them. So you don't give them a lot of options. You say, do you, does Tuesday at 1 o'clock work for you? And then you shut up. Yeah, and if they say, well, no, I, I, I'm out of town or I'm working. Okay, right. how about we look at Thursday? Yes, you you ask you give them another day. If they say no after that point, then you say no problem. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just put you on the list that will receive any of my open emails, mm-hmm. opening emails. And guys, this is a free freebie on our website. We give you the exact script we use every single week. Yep. And it does it not actually. I just got one this morning. Uh, we had a few openings for today, so Shelby last night got on there and sent out sent out things because there's no reason not to. Now, here's the key with sending out a blast like that. Number one, you don't send it to people who are already scheduled because we don't want them moving their appointments around. That's a pain in our ass. Yes. So number one, you you often want to um you want to send it to people maybe who haven't been in the last couple of months too. Like highlight those people. Yes. 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 So, but the key is, is that you give them a couple of choices and then that's it. Now, for some of you, it's a lack of confidence. 
And that's something you personally have to work on. So we talked about that in episode, I think it was 61, about imposter syndrome. The, I'm find, old now. I find the remember. imposter syndrome episode. This is episode 63, by the way. So yeah, it was episode 61 of the podcast, Imposter Syndrome, When You Feel Like an Imposter. The most important thing you can do with dealing with that is that something that's deep inside you again and listen to that episode and hear what we talk about. And you say every day, I'm a badass business oh, owner. Oh, yeah, that was great. By the way, all of you who have flooded, not only badass body workers, thank you, <laughs> shout out to Rebecca for tagging Spopreneur in that, but also um, our group. It's been hilarious and yeah. joyful to see it, it all really of you. It really is. It's great. And you should be doing that every day going, I am a badass. No, I'm a badass. Some days you're going to wake up and you're going to think, I'm not a badass. I'm not in the mood. I don't. I, I'm just not there. You okay. know what I do for those days? I make my bed. Oh. We say is my bed is unmade upstairs. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> there's a principle behind this. And I remember this when mom, when James died, the one thing my mom made me do every day was number one, get out of the bed. She made me get out of the bed. There was no laying in the bed all day. No, it's not good. It for was the soul. It's not good for anybody. She would make me take a shower and make the bed. Yeah, there is something about a nice, neat bed. It feels orderly, like because your life's getting back in order. You've accomplished something that day. Yes. And that's when you're feeling, when you wake up, you're like, oh, seriously, get up and make your bed. It's amazing and make it pretty and nice so that that way if the whole day like yesterday for me went to shit for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> guess what? I came home and my bed was made Aww. and there was one little thing that I was like, OK, it's going to be OK. Seriously, give that gift to yourself. And I am not a neat person. I don't like making my bed. I didn't make my bed this morning because I no, feel pretty good. No. But it, it, I don't make my bed because Psycho Dog gets up there and pulls all the covers back and then gets on my sheets. No, she cannot lay on top of the covers. No, she's a very determined little twerd and so she she pulls all my covers but i'm like really <laughs> really little shit she is very high maintenance oh no she's Josh, the most, she, she's she's the most high she is a super mutt like she's the most high maintenance dog oh she's if God. she were a client we would have fired her already oh, you <laughs> think? but but we, she was james's dog and so oh, i'm keeping her for that reason but that's the only reason yes but this is the most important thing is that the confidence you have like when i am on a call to get someone to sign up for six pillars or something else a spapreneur i have the the knowledge of knowing that what I've done has helped people. When Ceci gets a massage therapist in and, and you know, she may really want that massage therapist to work at de-stress. Ceci has that knowledge of knowing I build successful s massage careers. You're stupid not to work for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, there, there's no two ways about you that. You need to have it in you. If you truly have that talent and you truly have the skill to really help your clients own that shit. Mm -hmm. I, 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 absolutely. I just, come on, folks. This yeah. is not hard. We're going to be talking about this for a lot of episodes coming up every couple mentions because I think a lot of you who have been listening to us for a while are still dealing with these things. You know, we, it, when we watch sports, we see them all huddle up. Hey, 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 yes. hey, hey. You know? Yeah, but there's a <laughs> there's reason, a reason for it because they build the energy up and it comes from deep inside them. When we, um, so when I perform improv, the one thing we do is, you know, we, we do a couple extras, but the last thing we do is something called ring the bell and it's to pump our energy up. You yep. need to do the things you need to do to get yourself in the right mindset. So this is why I say after this, the, um, 
after you're done with the appointment and you're waiting for them to come out, that's when you need to get in the mindset of going, these are the things I'm going to talk about with the client walking out very quietly. It doesn't mean you have to be hyper about it. No, but you already know what's wrong with their body. You know, I'll pick on Buddy for a minute. Right. Buddy's shoulder is a wreck. Buddy won't let me work on it deep. I'm already telling him while I'm in Europe, Buddy, I'm bringing in Jen, who is a specialist, and you're going to lay there and you're going to take it. Because this shoulder has got to get fixed. And the way I get to him on this is because he has a fear of getting older, which is why he's exercised so much and lost weight so much. Now, Buddy is 75. My husband is 68. On the scales that they get on, it measures your, uh, because of your fat content and all, how old you really are in your body. My husband is a 62. Buddy is a 61. <gasps> he beat Dupa. He beat Dupa. Oh. So the, so I know the way to get to Buddy is by saying, if you want to remain looking and feeling younger, we must fix the shoulder. Now, I, don't, I, I do say the word fix to him because I've been with, but, it's but we don't how, fix. How many, how many years have you been with this man? 11. Though? Yeah. At this point, you're basically married to him. Yeah. So, you're his massage wife. Let's be clear. Yeah. And I work out with his other wife. So we all understand. It's a menage a trois. Yeah. So... I'm pretty blunt with him on this saying if I reach to the heart of what makes him motivated and that is he's seen too many friends of his um, become debilitated and die. And so he is on a quest. He wants to live long and healthy. So this man, He he wants to thrive. I'm appealing to that. So you got to listen and tune in. Well, to guess what? That what means you have client. to actually get to know your client beyond they're just a body. You oh really do. God. You got to listen. You got to talk less, listen more, and use probing questions with every client. Every time Buddy comes in. So how are you feeling today? What's been going on this past week? What'd you do this past weekend? I spent about five to seven minutes to begin the massage talking to him because I want to know. And he tells me and he clues me in. Oh, I went golfing. Immediately, my mind says, mm, let's check out the muscles that go with a golf swing. And so, or I've been working heavy on a case. That means you've been on the phone a lot and you've been hunched over uh, paperwork. I have to put my mind in their positions of what their activity of what they're doing. So now I know what needs to be worked on. So you kind of have to be a detective. Kay, when I was seeing her every two weeks this summer, would ask me, were you in the sun this weekend? Were you, you know, outside? She would ask me these questions because Mm. she wanted to know what the hell I've done with my skin since the last time she saw her. Have you been using your products? And she asked those questions because she's taking the time every two weeks to get my skin ready for the wedding. My favorite question from her. She did this for years until we teased her so bad she stopped doing it. Do you okay? Do you okay down there? And she she like uh, put her hands in gesture to the the bikini area. Yeah. Do you okay? You okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Okay, doing fine. I am not. I need to go. I need. I need to make an appointment. Everything's growing. Like yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, because once you once because once your clients get off the bandwagon, it takes forever for them to get back on the bandwagon. I was seeing Kate every two weeks, and I don't need necessarily see her every two weeks anymore. Though my skin looked fantastic during that. Oh my god. But now it's starting to get ugh, and I'm like, nope. You gotta get back on that bandwagon. So, yep. so that's the thing with your clients too is you don't want them getting off the bandwagon because it's really hard to get back on the and, bandwagon. And Mona, just like everybody else out there, will come. Oh, well, I've got this going on. I've got that going on. It, it, you have to set time aside. Yeah. So, and your clients need to set that time aside to take care of themselves. So, and sometimes you got to tell them that, saying, "Look, I know you're busy, but." 
you've got to take care of you first so that you can take care of everything else. Sometimes you have to take a little bit more forceful, loving hand. Speak from the heart, folks. You got, if you speak from the heart and don't be wishy-washy about it, you'll see it come to fruit. So like last night, I, I could tell mom could tell that I've been a little overwhelmed in the mommy department. Again, we're adjusting to a new school schedule and we have a middle schooler now and it comes with its own unique challenges. He's doing great. He's doing wonderful, but he has the anxiety to please. God bless him. Yeah, he's just he's a sweet kid, but it's like, oh, my God, Anderson. And he's just wanting to do everything right. He's, he's so, I want to say for the record yeah. that his teacher... You told me this called and said he's what? had three teachers call okay. tell me how great he is and sweet and kind. kind. Now we call him Little Mona for a reason because he's always in there by business. I am not very sweet p- nor kind. No, he gets that shit from his daddy's yeah, side of the family. That, that is definitely he the right side of the family. Get that from us. That's not from the the Cummings Hernandez side. No, no. that is from the uh, the the right Rice. side. <laughs> For sure. But, you know, I am adjusting to this whole new thing. I've got a lot going on with Spapreneur. I've got a lot going on with the new marriage. And that's going great. It's all good things. But I'm a little bit overwhelmed. So Ceci last night was like, honey, I'm home all of October. And it was her clue saying, use me. It's okay to use me yes. while you're adjusting to this. So you have to do that for your clients. When, when you know, she could be a little more subtle with me because we know each other so well. But your clients, you may not be able to do that. You may have to flat out say, you're going to come in because I care enough about you to tell you what to do. Yeah. I, I, I did that with Homer. Yeah. Homer was a little bit lost after Maggie died. And I, I, he's been calling me once a week. He does his check-in with Good. me, which is fun. It's kind of like girlfriend time on the phone. And I told him that very first week, I said, Homer, you need to come in once a week. I said, I, you set that appointment and you come in once a week and, and, because we need to know that you're okay. And he said, okay, okay. I mean, at that point, it was easy to get him persuaded, and he'll know when the time is to back off of his schedule. Yeah, but we took control of that, and yeah, and, and it's not that you're you're telling your clients what to do, but you're basically saying you're opening the door. Sometimes clients need permission to to take advantage of this care. Yeah, sometimes they need someone to give permission. Going, I give you permission to come in once a week right now while you're working on this. Well, and also uh, you will find that. You'll get to know which clients just aren't going to rebook, you know, if you're just not going to and you'll learn to say, now, look, I know you don't rebook, so I'll expect to hear from you in the next month. Right. And but but those are also the clients that when you start raising your rates, they automatically go up. They don't get locked in. You know, uh, we've been dealing with a lot of raising rates lately because it's that time of year everybody's like thinking about raising their rates. Well, it's a good time to do so. It is a good time to do so. And um one of the For the holidays when they're going to buy all this stuff. Abs- oh hell yeah. Absolutely. But you know, you may have your regular 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 clients that have been with you for years that you're just like I don't want to raise the rates on them. And that's okay. It is okay as long as those aren't as long as that's not the bulk of your clients. Yeah. You know, you you pick three favorite clients. No more than that. And they must know that they're their fi- the favorite. Yes. And if they tell anybody, then they get raised, their rates get raised. And I swear they're funny. There'll be old people going, I, I, I swear I won't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, again, <clears throat> adapt the language, the tactic to the client. It doesn't have to be an end all be all. You don't have to use the exact words I say on this podcast. Hell, guys, I haven't had to rebook a client in a gazillion years, but I know that this works because I've seen other massage therapists do it. And now I'm seeing spapreneurs in our Facebook community. And if you're not part of that, you're missing out. It's a lot of fun. Oh, in yeah. There. Well, and let me let me make a mention to the organizations that are like mine, where I have front desk staff that, staff that do the rebooking. However, 
it is not up to my front desk to say, now, I noticed that you had a shoulder problem written down, so you need to come in once a week. No. Nope. That is up to the therapist because there's been a relationship built with that therapist, and that therapist needs to tell them that before they get to the front desk. And then with the client standing there, if if the if the front desk is busy with someone else, they write it on a quick note, blah, blah, needs to reschedule next week. Or you have the opportunity, if it's just the two of you up there saying, I'd really like to get him back in next week sometime. So can you work on that for me? And then you leave and let away. the front desk handle yes. it. So, so when you have a front desk stuff like that, uh, we have an entire front desk guide in our community. It's free for our community members. So if you're a community member, you haven't read that, read it, even if you're a solopreneur, because there's a lot of good tips in there. But one of the things that um, we talk about is how the therapist or the practitioner is supposed to set the client up, and then the front desk is supposed to seal that deal. Remember, when you have a front desk, they're the money. You're the expert. It's, it's a great situation mm-hmm. because you get to remain that expert. But that means you have even more due diligence to say, get your butt back in here. The reason why Rachel probably was able to do it more effectively than some of our solo professionals because she had the backup of the front desk. Yeah, but Rachel, well, Rachel's Rachel, also Rachel owns it. You know, I talked about that in the imposter uh, episode. Rachel owns it. You're you're just not going to convince her otherwise. She knows who she is because she has told herself who she is. She doesn't ask people, well, what do you think? No. She knows who she is and she surrounds herself with people that are strong. Yeah. So if you are still struggling with this, we have a free guide part of this episode. This is spapreneur.com forward slash zero six two. You can go there and download a free guide. I've got a quick um, script that you, you can practice. said this was six three. This is 6-3. I'm sorry. Episode 063. You can go to 062. Don't confuse me like that this early in the morning. There's an excellent episode on 062 as well. But um, we're going to have a free uh, script. This is the deal, guys. Scripts work. So you need to look in the mirror to say to yourself until you stop giggling because it seems silly. Ashiatsu is the deepest, most luxurious massage on the planet. Did you know that? I knew that because Ashiatsu is the deepest, most luxurious massage on the planet. The first thing Ruthie (laughs) has you do when you took that class was learn that line. And then my classes, I made them say it over and over and over And the reason why is so you build the confidence knowing this is the deepest, most serious massage. And you know what? And in the kids' karate, and I love this. They They start start out. Every day. Oh, I could do the whole thing. I will develop myself in a positive manner and avoid anything that can reduce or inhibit my mental growth or physical health. I will develop self-discipline in order to... Oh, shoot. I forgot the rest of it. But 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 it's a mantra that they do. And they do like these, like the things with them and, and then we and do the pledge of allegiance and they say it with and boldness if, and if they don't say it with boldness they'll make them do it again yeah so it, it's an incredible thing to watch yeah it's powerful it's powerful those those mantras the things we say to ourselves matter guys so if you say i'm never gonna make any money then you're never gonna make any money you know a good example of that is also how many times have people gone you don't look like you feel very well today. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Are you all right? When you've heard that enough times, you think to yourself, I, 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 you yeah. know, I am feeling a little bit blah today. That's why I got my eye surgery. I had those real puffy eyes underneath. Mm-hmm. I got so tired of people saying, do you do you feel okay? Because, you know, you, you just look a little tired. I, I felt perfectly fine so yeah that's my it, it wasn't an excuse that is exactly why yeah. i got that done and there's nothing wrong with that the point is guys is look we again i've said this before i'll probably say it over and over again with some of the people we hang out with so make sure you are surrounded by positive people god help me i hang out with mona 
I'm, God help I'm me. fantastic. And I hang out with Lyric. That keeps me young. He's also fantastic. <laughs> they are. And then we have DuPont. He, that man can make me laugh before I even get out of bed in the That's morning. That's important, though. And people don't ever get to see that side of him because he's all business and yeah, up the he's up. Very and, serious. But I've seen he that just side of him. cracks me up. Yeah, he's very silly. <laughs> and, and you wouldn't think that because he's very, like, when he's out in the community, he's a pillar of the community. I know it's sexy to watch him. That's gross because that's my dad. <laughs> Thank you. He's very Jean-Luc Picard. If you ever watch Star Trek, oh you know Jean-Luc was always serious business, but when he was like off screen. He was sexy. Oh, okay. It's too much. It's too much this morning. Whereas my husband, my, my current husband is silly all the time. But yeah, you know but what? I'm leaving for the lake house, so I'm getting geared up for a fun time. Oh, God. La, 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 la. This is episode 62 of the podcast. By the way, guys. 63. 63. Oh, my God. I'm having challenges. Today. By the way. <laughs> Dearest Spapreneur listeners, we need your help because we need more reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. We only have 27 reviews and the last one what? was in April. I know. What? And this podcast is what? downloaded over 3,500 times in a month. And we're not going to go in there and stack it and do it ourselves. No, that, that's, that's wrong. wrong. And, and, and that doesn't help us because we need to hear from you guys to know that we're doing so the right thing. If you are compelled to leave an honest review because we really appreciated that one one-star review. And if you'd rather us say the word fuck instead of fork, fork you can say, say that. That that too. In there. Yes, but it's but we are trying to clean up our language a little bit. I'm not. I'm just playing along because it's fun to say fork. Um, you know, <laughs> but seriously, it helps other spapreneurs and other business people discover our podcast. Um, and helps Apple see. Oh wait, the people like this one. Let's go ahead and put that up front so people can Please, see it when they're searching for we, it. We think we're kind of funny. I like our show. I like our show. I gotta tell you, I was listening to the one about Rick ending up in the bed with Aunt Kathy. My God, I can't believe you said oh, that. Oh God, oh God. It was, it, it truly was one of the funniest things that's happened to me this past year. I, I almost, I, I died laughing again. If y'all could see it the way it happened, it was hysterical. They were both clueless. It's like your life is a sitcom. Yes, and you're in the middle of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so please, 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 dearest spapreneurs, just like I tell you to go out and get testimonies from clients, Go out there and review us, goddammit. You know, Preet tells people to do it every time. Don't make us do that. Because we'll start. Yeah. Yes, children. Come review us. And seriously, though, the best way you can show love to the podcast, honestly, is make sure you have subscribed to the podcast. So you get it every week. You don't want to miss an episode. We're really funny. And we're way and more And if fun. we're not funny, there's something big shit going on because... And that it, means... Yeah. Yeah. That means we got serious shit we're talking about. Serious yes. shit. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is make sure you download all the episodes. And number three, make sure you've rated and subscribed and share Please. it with a friend. Share it with your massage groups that you're, that you're part of that we're not part of your local groups and say, look, these girls know what they're talking about. It's the best thing you guys can do for us. So please, please, please. Okay. That's it. We have begged. Yes. Uh, yes. And we did it well. <laughs> yes, we did. Just okay. like Sophie. Yes. But we will see you next week. So make sure you download and subscribe. See, just simple. It's either yes or no question. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com. Where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>